The wonderful yarn you have for us today, though, goes right back to the very beginning of European settlement in the colony of Newcastle, doesn't it? It does. It's um, it's about the flagstaff. So it's a, a single piece of infrastructure that, you know, it's fairly nondescript. It's there in a lot of historic artwork. So from the 1810s, um, 18, 1804 um, to at least 1823, there's a quite a rich period of um, colonial works, artworks that were produced by convicts, um, commandants, and they were quite official documents that, that highlighted... Well, if you were an official colony, you needed an official flag, didn't well, you? Well, you do. And it was there in 1804. So the, we've got a... Uh, it's a replica of a sketch that Ferdinand Bauer did when he was um, at the settlement here in 1804. Interestingly, this was the only... He was a botanical artist. Um, This is the only artwork that he did that actually depicted the landscape in Australia. So it's um, the reasons he did it, I think is interesting. Um, He had an eye for detail because he was a a botanical illustrator. The sketch that he did is actually lost. So we don't know where the original is, but this one um, that's held at the Mitchell Library is a tracing. So we're hoping that it's fairly accurate in that it it does trace what he was sitting on the hill sketching in mm. 1804. This is the earliest one that shows the flagstaff. Um, it's sitting just on the hill where Fletcher Park is today. Yep. And we see that there's like a, a small house. It's a modest house, but it's um, the only house that's sort of shown in the image. There's other tents. Has it a guess as to what the building was, the little oh, I house? I think it's government house. Yeah. Now, I, I know there's sort of references to newspaper articles that I haven't... Because 1804, I've, it's probably the only one that anyone's been bothered building by that stage. Yeah. Well, well, I have read somewhere that it was like a um, prefab house. So I I have to find out probably more about that. Okay, so a hasty a accommodation temporary... for the commandant at the time. Yes. Well, it was a hasty settlement because of the um, the... Uh, uprising at Castle Hill. That, yeah. You know, there was a need to get rid of those rebels fairly quick. So um, Newcastle was settled, like, for the second time fairly rapidly. But I, th- I think that's a lovely sketch that does show, um, you know, just that really early settlement of Newcastle and where the main structure, where the, the first seat of government actually was in, yeah. in Newcastle. It's a lovely illustration. I, I hope it's around somewhere. I Look, hope we've lovely. just misplaced it. Yeah, I know there's a few historians that, you know, sort of aware that it, it's probably there hidden somewhere because um, apparently a lot of Bowers' works did get lost um, in shipwrecks and there was a whole body of work, I think, that was lost. But this was actually traced, I think, in about the 1870s, so it must be floating around yeah. somewhere in England because I think it was somewhere in the Bonwick transcript, so... Um, possibly in England, hidden away in some archive. All right. Anne Hardy joins me this afternoon from the Hunter Region National Trust here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. You have a flagstaff. It marks your colony, but what do you do with it? Well, I think it's a a symbol, like you were saying, it's an official symbol that this is a a British colony. Um, It's a, a settlement of New South Wales. It was a prominent spot, so with ships that were entering the harbour coming up from Sydney, you know, it was visible, they could see where the settlement was. Um, there's also mention of a, a, like signals from the flag staff. So that was a, 
a method that they brought in in May 1804, so fairly soon after the settlement, that there was a system they had of trying to control the um, procurement and export of coal. So any ships that were coming up were given an, an envelope with a um, with a license or with a um, something in it that had like a code for entering the harbour. Or oh, you weren't allowed in. You weren't allowed in. So Gee, we figured out the value of that coal a long time ago, they, didn't we? I know. That's what I think. It's um, it's a long history of um, exporting coal. Okay. So you had to have your your, your secret orders you had to, to get your, into the port. That's right. You had <laughs> had to have something that was matching the signal for that day. Yeah. So you know the ship's captain would open the envelope, um, check, you know, double check, I guess, that the signal was um, was in keeping with what permission um, or, or what was um, he was given and then he was given permission to come into the harbour. Okay. Um, there was, I think the, the governor actually gave the commandant of Newcastle permission to scuttle any vessel. Hardcore! That didn't comply. So that was... Because um, they might be pinching coal. Uh, I guess convicts could be trying to make a runner. Yep. Oh, I love a conspiracy theory. Yes. I love it. So there were a lot of private traders as well. So yeah. there was big demand and they were trying to control it. All right. Some of the images that you've included in your story, as well as that one that you were just talking about, they're just wonderful. There's one here that's held by the National Library, um, which is familiar. People may have seen this this one previously, um, but it's a, a, a Newcastle, New South Wales, with a distant view of Port Stephens, um, and it was done in 1812, and you've got... Uh, you've got the flag staff, of course. You've got two flags in this one. Yeah, there's one up on Signal Hill. So I think at, at some stage, um, particularly after the penal settlement ceased in 1823, um, Signal Hill was more, a more predominant place. Things shifted around because it was um, the focus wasn't so much on the place as a penal settlement that that part of... Um, Newcastle, where Fletcher Park is now, where yeah. Government House was, it sort of seems to have got lost in, you know, how it was used. A lot of these artworks ceased after 1823. So, you know, these these were really done for a purpose to document, you know, the, the government use of the place. So the flag stuff is a little bit of a mystery as to what happens after 1823. But that image... Um, it's quite lovely that it shows Government House, the Government Gardens, the world laid out yeah. in the streets. Now, along with those illustrations uh, and paintings and so on that people will have seen the flag staff in and probably just not paid much attention to it, yeah. uh, Ralph Snowball, God bless him, where would we be without Ralph? I oh, know. Has caught it in one of his photographs. He has. It's been pointed out by a few different people. And this was what, 1910? 1910. So look, I don't know whether it's, it's, it's doubtful that it's the original flag staff, but then again, if it was cedar, if it was hardwood that might, might've lasted, um, it, it could, I don't know that it could be the original, but I would guess that it was probably replaced at a later date, maybe to commemorate the hundred years of the settlement. Or maybe just over time the timber deteriorated and they replaced it. Replaced it, On the yeah. same spot. But whatever, I'm assuming that, that in the snowball photograph is the same location. Well, it, it would be interesting to actually 
try to locate where this image or where this flagstaff is from the... It's probably difficult from the photograph. There is um, a plan of 1830 that shows the exact location of the old flagstaff. So yeah. I'm hoping that someone clever like Russell Rigby might be able to overlay on Google Earth <laughs> the Armstrong map with contemporary... The contemporary, Can't believe um, you and John DeGravio haven't been up there yet with surveyors and tape measures. And oh, look, well, I think it, you know, it'd be a great site to, we'll do to that have someday. A, an archaeologist there. Now, you've also included some photographs that you've taken yourself, Anne. Yeah, these were taken in 2008. I haven't driven up there today, so I'm just still hoping that they, they exist, <laughs> that <laughs> this, this image um, post exists. It's, um, yeah, just located quite discreetly behind a a small bush um, straight opposite the main entrance of the James Fletcher Hospital. It looks to be the same dimension as the um, the flagstaff in the snowball photograph and it's roughly in the same location. So, so we don't know. We don't know. But wouldn't it be good? It would be good. Further research, I guess, is needed and it's... Um, it's, yeah, again, been pointed out by a few people, but no one's ever done, like, any research on it. So yeah. I think that's um, something to be mindful, anyhow, of, of that area. When you're um, up there. Yeah. That it just might be. Could be. And, and I think it's just a lovely reminder of what the area was used for. Yeah. You know, that it's still open space. Um, the, the parkland up there, it's... You know, still it's got a few paths, but it's um, very open and sweeping towards the ocean.